Hello everyone, you're listening to the Let Us Golf podcast with me, Olivia Boffinley-Dakin, the show where we chat to golfers from the LT Access series, present and past, about life on the tour, the latest news, but also learn more about who they are and their golfing journey. So, it's an exciting time for the tour as we get ready to enter a busy few weeks of brilliant golf. Next week, Cesar players get underway at Montauban Ladies Open on the 9th of June, back for its fourth instalment. Straight after that, we're off to Prague for the Monday Czech Ladies Challenge at a new venue of the Panorama Golf Resort. In other news, our 2022 graduate Patricia Isabel Schmidt claimed her maiden LDT win at the end of last week at the Belgian Ladies Open. The German player who secured her LDT card by placing fourth on the 2022 Letas Order of Merit shot a sensational final round of 66 to put herself two shots in front of fellow 2022 German Letas graduate Kiara Neuer. But this week, joining us on the podcast is Swiss star Elena Moosman, who has had a strong start to the year, placing third at her last tournament, the Flumsberg Ladies Open, and coming fourth in our order of merit so far. So without any further ado, welcome Eleanor. Welcome, Eleanor, to the Let Us Golf podcast. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I had a great day at practice. Um, am I right in thinking you've just come back from the Belgian Ladies Open? Yes, I just came back on Sunday evening. Um, on the big tour, how was that? Um, it was great, like a really nice course. Um, I saw some old Swiss players from last year, which was nice too. And um, just enjoyed the whole tournament, played some good golf, some holes not, but overall it was a nice, great tournament. Yeah, I think you came T24. Exactly, yeah. A really, really strong start on um, a slightly even more competitive field. Um, have you played in, in the Belgian Ladies Open before? No, I haven't, no. So first time? First time, yeah, in this one. So we've got to talk about Flumsberg because that was our most recent tournament and a special tournament yeah. for you. You didn't quite get the win this year, um, like you did in 2019. Let's take it back to a few weeks. How are you feeling now from that? I'm feeling good. Like um, First, I was a bit disappointed that I couldn't win. But um, like my third place was really good as well. And the other two just played better in the final. So kind of justifies the third place then. You were leading the first two days. Like, did you, looking back, did you feel a lot of pressure on that final day? It was okay, a bit pressure because you, from myself as well. But um, no, I guess not more than usually. So, and I was just happy to play in Switzerland. And with the format, it was a bit different, but um, nice as well. Um, especially the first two match plays rounds went good for me and then the final I didn't play as good but um, it was something else and a new experience which you can always learn out of it. Well your first two match plays you you came back like fighting on both of them. Yeah. 
what's sort of going for your brain like especially with the fact against like Rachel yeah I kind of just knew on against Rachel on seven that I need to do some birdies now and then on I just saw the pot and I hold it and then I kind of had a confidence boost and so I just went on with it and made it and you had your mum on the bag all week how was that that was great yeah it's nice to have her on the back. Um, we have it good with each other and just to spend time with her is always really nice. And if it's working well on the course, that's even better. Does she play golf herself? Yeah, she does. Like not as often, but um, we sometimes go out and play nine holes with each other and do a match as well. That's really lovely. Was yeah. it fashion that got you into the sport then in general? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Tell me about that. Like, how did you get into golf originally? Um, I think not that true. I just remember a bit of it. But um, when I was 10, they just took me on the golf course and then I had some shots. And it kind of amazed me from the beginning, especially mini golf. I liked I did that earlier. And then the bigger game was a bit more interesting. And then we went to Germany, like Bad Griesbach, and then I practiced there. And I don't know why I picked golf, but it just kind of went on. So, and I stayed with it. What is it about the sport that kind of keeps you glued? Um, it's in nature and I love being in the nature. And then just like you're never, the game is never perfect. You always can improve on something. And like, if you hit that, great tee shot or if you make just that putt, that feeling just kind of gives me a little of goose goosebumps so yeah and what do you think is more satisfying a putt going in or a really good drive Ooh, that's hard <laughs> I would say a really really good drive yeah where you just know it's straight down the middle yeah it is satisfying isn't it yeah it and- is <laughs> <laughs> So let's talk about your like amateur career. You had a glittering amateur career. And then at what age did you turn professional? Um, 20. Well, this year in the beginning of the year. I just turned 21 last month. So, yeah. You turned professional this year? Yes, January 23. Oh, I didn't know that. I actually thought you turned professional like a few years back. I know you're like, young for your age, but that yeah. is something I've just learned. Um, yeah. <laughs> so talk me through your amateur career and like that kind of choice leading up to being professional um well first I started playing a lot of tournaments in Switzerland I did pretty good at the Swiss championships and then I went with 14 to my first international event um I don't know how I did it but I could win that one and this kind of just then gave me as well, the switch that I want to do it as a profession later on. And then I just kept on playing internationally amateur events. And yeah, that's kind of it, I would say. Has there been, seeing as you turn professional so soon, has there been any, did, like, has there been any difference? Like this year, you mean? Yeah. Well, just 
the biggest difference is like the planning the, to plan the travel um, because before most of the things Swiss Golf did and we just had to meet at the airport and then everything was like planned and now I have to do it on my own it takes more time than I thought it will but it's kind of fun as well my mom helps me so that's good um, and in golf it's like I just try to play golf um, because I love it and it's not a change you earn something which is cool as well <laughs> if you play good <laughs> Of course, the money must be a big bonus. Um, yeah. But I think some people struggle because when you turn professional, like you say, you are sort of, it's more like left to your own devices. Do you ever kind of get lonely on tour? Yeah, no, because you see other players and then you talk with them and I'm an only child, so I kind of know how to be on my own. So, so yet yeah, not, no. That's good. That's good. And you're very, well, you're younger than me, 21. Um, you live a very different life to a lot of 21 year olds, I would say. How is that? Yeah. Um, for me, it's fine because I'm not the party here. So, um, and I love to do sports. So it's actually perfect for me like that. Couldn't wish to do something else. Um, what other sports have you been involved in in the past? Um, well, I played tennis. Um, I don't know how to say floorball, you know, or is it Annie Hockey? Yeah, I saw on your bio that you did floorball, but I don't, I'm trying to work, like, what is floorball exactly? Um, well, it's the one, it's kind of like ice hockey, but indoors. And you have um, oh. as well the, the goals and your in the little field that I played it's three against three and the goalkeeper so yeah I did that for a very long time I would still love to do that as well but it's because of injuries it's like a no-go um then I did um I played soccer like with friends ice hockey as well I went swimming did some athletics yeah I kind of tried without everything yeah. yeah, you've mastered them all. And I'm right in thinking you're pretty successful at football. Yes, I was a two-time Swiss champion as well there. Wow. But golf is a sport you've chosen. Yeah, that's the one I just and love the most. Do you think playing those other sports has helped your golf? Yeah, a bit. I think floorball I played also right-handed, so that helped me a bit with the power move sometimes. Um yeah, and just I always had a good feeling with um, ball sports. So and in golf, that helps as well. And what about the mental side, kind of that attitude of sport? Um, like from the other sports, you mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe, well, it's like in floorball and the other sports, you can't think as much. So, and in golf, you can. So it's kind of like to get that feeling of just doing it and not thinking about it. That is for sure a thing which you can learn from other sports as well and what I try to do. Um, so let's talk about the tournaments we've got coming up. Yeah. Uh, Montauban next week. How are you feeling for that? I'm feeling good. I'm just dialing in my long game again a bit. Was was not so good in the end of last week. Um, just practicing, and then I'm really looking forward just to 
get on that stretch of tournaments. And and Prague after. You've competed at both before, is that right? Montemont, I'm not sure. I don't think I played in that one, but Prague, I did a few years ago. Yeah. And what, what are you hoping to improve on this year at Prague, in Prague? Oh, I don't remember what I did the other year, but um, just <laughs> um, like play solid golf. Um, hopefully I can just be on top again and enjoy it out there. I hope the weather is going to be good. <laughs> um, yeah. We definitely need some good weather because the last three have not been. Um, no. Not been the best. I mean, Spain was ridiculous because... Yeah, I think Spain and sun, and then it was no. Yeah, it was not what you expect in Spain. Does the weather affect you at a tournament? Um, I I try not to. I love playing in like if it's raining a bit, but if it's windy as well and starting to rain hard, then my swing gets a bit shorter, which affects the quality of the shots. So, but I kind of know it, but it's still every time I have to remind myself to not get back into it. But yeah, no, I just, you go out and play because the conditions are the same for everybody. And then you try your best. When you say you like playing in the rain, is there a reason for that? No, I just, also walking in the rain, it just kind of, if you listen to it, it calms you down a bit. So, yeah. Do you keep cool on the golf course? Because sometimes it must be quite hard to control your emotions when things aren't going your way. Yeah, I mostly I'm pretty calm. Um, like inside, sometimes I'm like, <laughs> yeah, a bit, you know, upset. But then I'm like, ah, it already happened. You can't change it. So I keep on for the next shot. You do always seem very chilled, especially when I do post-round interviews with you. You seem... Keep it very cool. I try to be. <laughs> so we're all about like honesty on this podcast. Has there been any tough moments, not necessarily from this year, but um, on your past in Lettas, in golf in general, that stand out? Really tough. I don't think I, since yet I'm pretty lucky. I played very good over the years. Just some years didn't go as good as I wanted to, but I think that's in every sport like that. So, yeah, I can't like remember a really tough moment. So, yeah, just like a season where I didn't play as good, but you just keep on working and then over time it gets better. What about the best moments, best moments on tour? Is there any, it doesn't necessarily have to be in the golf, but um, standout moments? Standout moments. Um, well, for sure, like the win in Goms. Um, then my third place on the LET in, at my home course, like with all the crowds cheering and me holding a big putt on the last. And then... Like not in golf, but um on yeah in floorball where I scored the um winning goal. I just remember the move I did. Um yeah. I'm right in thinking you did some sort of military 
stuff, Swiss military yes. stuff. Yeah, exactly. I did the Swiss sports military in winter 2022. Okay, so that's, yeah. Yeah. What was that? What did that involve? Well, it's kind of like you do like the three weeks of really military, like with, um, we didn't shoot sadly, but, uh, um, but we did all the marches and stuff. And afterwards, it's mostly like for your sport where you can practice. We went 10 weeks. Um, we were in other countries preparing for the season. And now, like for the next four years, we have um, some days that we can kind of, when we do our sport, it counts as military days. And so we get some money. That's kind of it. They want to help us financially and to, yeah. If you weren't in golf, is the military something you would be interested in? Yes, I would have done that as well if I wouldn't have done it with golf. How come? I don't know. It's just like you have a structure. You have to be disciplined um, and you're in a group as well. Uh, so I just like that. And I love the uniform. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> That's so fun. I did four years of combined cadet force here in the UK, which is nothing like it. But it's like army based. And the uniform was the one reason I hated it. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I just found it uncomfortable. No, I do. I love it. And <laughs> um, you say you're like you like the discipline. Would you say in practice you are a disciplined person? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, sometimes I have to remind myself that it's now enough, and I have to do something else as well. So yeah, I think so. And yeah, no, that's it. I would say. How do you switch off from golf then? Because it's um, yeah. a massive part of your life, like. Yeah, it is. Um, when I'm at tournaments, I just um, like sometimes I go for a walk or I read a book or sometimes just watch a movie and chill. And at home with friends go out, that's not happening as much. Sometimes I would, it would be better if I do it a bit more often. Um, just do some other sports or go out with my mom and Sometimes we play golf as well, but it's not the same. So, yeah. You don't see playing golf with your mom in practice then? Mm. A bit, but it's more fun. <laughs> That's nice. I like playing with my dad. It's just nice playing with parents, isn't it? Yeah. You can spend time together and with golf, it's even better. That shared passion. So, okay, let's talk about women's golf. Kind of, it's a tough question because we all know women's golf is not at the same level as men's golf. But in your short career so far, like, what have you seen changing in the right way? Um, well, I think with the media, it's starting to get a bit more into it but we still need a lot of improvement, but it's getting in the right direction. And then also like financially, we see that some tournaments have a bigger fund, which is helping. And then 
yeah it's just more and more women play golf now you kind of see also at my club um younger girls are starting earlier which is nice to see that they're interested in it and i'm right in thinking sarah who you played in the playoff yeah young amateur um in your second playoff was also from your home club yeah exactly yeah what was, what was that like in Lumsbury, like playing someone that you probably know quite well so yeah it was kind of a bit weird because you still because you know I knew her I practiced with her all the time like in the Carter training you want to be friendly but you also have to play your game and not be too friendly um to separate that was a harder but um I think I managed pretty well and we had a good match which is even better yeah and I think um the promoters and all the Swiss at the tournament were very excited because it did mean that there's going to be a, a Swiss player in the final yeah, um, how was it like you, you obviously like brought in the support um that week um and we had the younger girls coming from like the academy to watch um do you kind of see yourself as a bit of an inspiration to like the younger players in Swiss golf? Um, I hope so. It would be nice if they see me like as kind of a bit an inspiration for themselves. So they want to do it as well. Um, yeah, I didn't think about it that way, but yeah, it's nice if they do. And what about your own inspirations? Like which golfers or not necessarily people who play golf, um, other sporting like heroes inspire you? Um, well, from golf, it's kind of Rory McIlroy. I just love how he plays and his fitness. Um, and then otherwise, it's Roger Federer, like the tennis player, just how he does it all or did, like he stopped now pretty much. And that's just very inspiring. Yeah. He was definitely inspiration to not just... Um, Swiss players, Swiss sports yeah. stars. Is he? He's just so worldwide. He's made. He's he's amazing, and he's like yeah, he is. His um, like manners and charisma when he's playing as well is just is really lovely to watch. Yeah, that's very impressive as well. It's not just like how he plays, also his personalities. You mentioned you play tennis, but um, a lot of golfers play tennis. Do you think there's some sort of weird connection there that one helps the other? Yeah, a bit. Yeah, I think it has some similarities in it. But um, yeah, it's also like you're on your own a bit. And you have to fight with your so thoughts. So yeah, maybe there is. And going back to kind of like the future, your own future, what is what are your biggest dreams, golfing dreams? Um. Well, the biggest one is the Olympics, like to play once in it and play good then um, and then the other one is to play like long term wise on the LPGA and be hopefully successful there but the biggest one is the Olympics and I'm right in thinking you're in part of the Youth Olympics yes I was in 2018 yeah I did play there and what was that like it was really cool it well, I don't know how it's in the real or the big Olympics, but um, it looked like what you saw on TV, um, similar, like um, the whole, um, all the athletes together mixed up with the, how do you say it in English? 
the where where everyone sleeps. Yeah, the the ledge, kind of like. Yeah, exactly that one. It was just pretty much the same, and to just spend the nights with other sportler sports people to see also how they do it was just an amazing experience. I guess with golf, I mean, it was a few years away. It's played 2016, I think, like the first Olympics golf was played at. Um, yeah. So how do you think professional golfers view the Olympics now in golf? I think now they're valuing it a bit more than in 2016 because 2016, I think a lot just didn't go because they didn't get any prize money. But now they see the value of the Olympics, which other sports already did which is why I want to play it. It's just the whole experience. I just would love to get to feel it. And you're doing well in the Letas Order of Merit. I mean, obviously, that's not the Olympics, but it's still very important. Um, And like in previous years, as an amateur, you've done like came 18th, I think 19th year before. So like up there, like consistent. Mm -hmm. And what is it this year that you're like going to bring to try and keep up in those leaderboards? Or do you um, not leaderboard? Well, I the goal is to get into the top six. Yeah. Um, and so I just think to play is pretty solid all over the year and have some good tournaments, which would then get you a bit up even more. Yeah, but I just try to play and then that brings me like we're slowly sadly getting towards the end of this podcast before you go i want to do a quick fire round where i'm gonna quick fire some questions to you but then i always get distracted and ask a question that's not a quick fire question but i'll try and not do that this time Okay, are you ready? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that did not sound <laughs> enthusiastic. To be fair, it is actually quite late um, in the evening we're recording this. Is it? Is it later? In, are you in Switzerland? Yeah, it's one hour later. That's okay. why I was... I'm fair. <laughs> to be fair, it's like my bedtime, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's go. I won't hold you much longer. What's your last thought before you hit a driver? And the target? The target. It's so interesting, this one, because everyone says something completely different. Really? Three words to describe your golfing journey. Oh. <laughs> That's not firing at all. <laughs> um, I'd say... Shit, now I start to think. That's not pretty... <laughs> um, I would say happy, um, good company, and just... there you go. Three words: happy, good company. Done it. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yes. Um, you kind of spoke about it, but briefly, what do you love about golf? Nature, the not to be perfect, and yeah, the feeling if you hit an amazing shot. When you say not to be perfect, what do you mean by that? Uh, I mean that you always have to or can improve on something. You're never like perfect in the game. 
it, and like also if you shoot a low round you're always like ah that could have been better this wasn't that good and that's what you love about the game but that's what puts off a lot of people from playing the game so I feel like you've got to have that yeah in order to like become good at the game what about your dream four ball well Roy McElroy Nelly Corla and Tiger Woods everyone says Tiger it's got to be Tiger yeah do you think anyone will ever be as much of a golfing legend as he that's hard to beat I would say it's yeah. hard to say not never but uh, probably taking a long time okay before you go I always ask at the end your best advice to someone maybe wanting to get into sport or someone maybe wanting to do um get into like professional golf in amateur um what's your best advice um, like, I would say always have fun in what you're doing, especially in golf. It can get tough, but just know why you love it and then keep on working on it. Um, well, thank you, Eleanor, for joining us um, and chatting. Thank you. And best of luck um, with the season ahead. Thanks. I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. Thank you all for once again tuning in to the Let Us Golf podcast and a big thank you for Eleanor, Eleanor Moosman, this week's guest, for sharing with us her golfing journey. I now cannot wait for action to start again at Montauban Ladies Open um, in the south of France. But for now, follow all the action on the LT Access series on LT Access on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter and LT Access series on Facebook. Next week... Join us as we have um, Let Us graduate Momoka Kabori um, from New Zealand, who's now on the big Ladies European Tour, coming back to chat about Montauban, the event she won last year, having won it on her first week on the tour. Well, I really enjoyed that chat. And if you did too, well then show your appreciation by rating, reviewing or subscribing to this podcast on Spotify, Apple wherever you find a podcast to give the series a boost and help others find it. See you next week.